Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. 65 games for the Gold Coast Titans between 2011 and 2015. Jeez, that sounds like a lifetime ago match drama. Does it feel like it or does it feel like yesterday? I'll tell you what, I, I, as I said, I played in a uh, nines tourney last week. I thought it felt like yesterday, but it had, definitely has been years, mate. I definitely lost a bit of my touch, bit of the <laughs> bit of the speed off the mark. Body definitely felt it. Um, but, yeah, mate, a lot of lot of really good, good memories. Your debut, May 27, 2011, against the Bulldogs. And as the starting hooker, what was debut day or debut week like for you? Mate, it was unreal. I, I just remember um, Friendy, Nathan Friend was injured and I was obviously training in his wings, so to speak, and he was injured and um, they had a few other guys rotating in the hooker and they had a few losses in a row. And uh, we, us in the under-20s, I think we're coming off around three wins in a row mm. and I was playing probably my best footy. And, yeah, I just sort of got called in to train with the team on the Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, I came back again for the captain's run and they still didn't name anything. And then, yeah, I got named on captain's run to to make my debut in Brisbane, which is where I'm from, which was epic. And also for that, remember they used to do the double header yeah. up in Brisbane? Yeah, so we versed the Bulldogs after the Bronx Manly game. So it was all in the one night. So it was just, you know, I would never have dreamed my debut would have been in my hometown where my family put a watch. So, yeah, mate, it was, it was unreal. And growing up, going to Suncorp and then being able to run out on Suncorp Stadium. Um, yeah, it's one of my – one of, still to this day, one of the best moments of, of my life, even outside of footy. Your opposing hooker on that day, Michael Ennis, did Mick give you any advice on the field as a debutante? Because he does love a chat on the field. Mate, he I actually remember he roasted me a few times, just telling me to go back to under 20s. Yeah. It was into me, you know, I might have missed the tackle. You come and let me know about it. Um, but the the funny thing was, and I remember telling a lot of people this. He came up to me after the game and was very impressed with the way I played and, and shook my hand, looked me in the eyes and said, mate, you got a really bright career. And, you know, he, I think he does all that to obviously get in your head. But yeah. I did hear that. I did actually hear he's actually quite a good fella. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really I really um, believe that after that day. Like, I, he was a complete pest. Yep. But, um, yeah, he came up to me after the game and, and said that to me and it's always stuck with me. From then, you'd play every game that year. We're talking about 2011. Tough going as a young hooker to put together not so much just weekly performances, but multi-week, monthly performances. 
Who helped you? Who were the guys at the club you could rely on for a bit of advice, a bit of comfort, uh, a, a chat, or someone to point you in the right direction? Yeah, I was really fortunate. I guess I was coming through the ranks at the Titans in the big transition period. So I had, you know, my, I was the youngest in the team by far. There was sort of a big gap. There was a sort of our younger core group of like me, myself, Ryan James, um, some of those guys. And then the next in line was like your Luke Bailey's. Preston Campbell, Scott Prince, Matty oh, Rogers. Oh, so all the, oh, very old. They're all coming right up to the end of their yeah. careers. And so it was very easy to get inspiration because um, you turn up to training and they're, they're all seasoned guys. So you have no option but to, you know, just lift your act. So I think that was really good to come into a system where you had like your Ashley Harrisons and Mark Minicellos who were very diligent with their preparation. Yep. And yeah, I just I just would always lean on those guys, um, so to speak. So yeah, it was a very interesting time at the Titans during those few years because yeah, definitely seen the roster change uh, dramatically. It is uh, Andy Raymond unfiltered the dream team. Um, it can be a theme team. It can be whatever you want. You are the boss. You are the coach. So we are going to start with fullback. Who have you got in the number one jersey, mate? Oh, mate, it'd have to be Slater. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I still remember him. He, I, first time I burst him at, at, on the Goldie, he just burnt me. Like, I just couldn't believe his acceleration off the mark. Um, yeah, just – and then, mate, he's just resilient. Yeah, very and no surprise to see him go successfully into coaching. So Billy Slater is our fullback. Who would your two wingers be, two and five? Mate, uh, Manu Vatavai would be one. Oh, yeah. Just very fearful um, sort of guy. And then I'm going to throw one of my old teammates. I, mate, he, he sort of ended up retiring, but Kevin Gordon in his prime, mate, he was, he was one of the best I, I felt um, before his injuries. He was, he was a gun. There hasn't been much faster than Kevin Gordon, and he was always in and around the conversation of who is the fastest before his injuries. But as a young man, absolute lightning. Yeah, but lightning. And, yeah, part, part Filipino as well, so maybe a bit biased. Well, there you go. You're allowed to be. Yeah. What about our centres? Mate, um, say uh, I used to like Paul Bowman a lot. Yeah. Paul Bowman, just just a reliable hooker. Ah, sorry, centre. Um, did his job. He was a good, good leader. And then, mate, probably GI on the other flank, just for strike. Two very different guys, but one thing I do love about centre, it's not that cookie-cutter position. You can be a yeah. different type of player. And Paul Bowman, uh, more the defensive player. Greg Inglis, more the attacking player. Yeah, exactly. Hey, okay, what about the halves, buddy? Mate, definitely Thurston's in there for sure. He was, he was my all-time GOAT favourite. Yep. Um, and then, mate, I reckon, oh, mate, you can't go. I, lo- I love Cooper Cronk, just that structured, I don't know, just um, being a proud Queenslander, he just saved us a few times. He certainly did. So the backline, Billy Slater, the beast, Manu Vatavai, Paul Bowman, Greg Inglis, Kevin Gordon, Jonathan Thurston and Cooper Cronk. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, 
glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered. The Dream Team series continues and we've got a fella who played for the Gold Coast Titans for five seasons. Matty Schrama has already given us his back line. Let's move into the forwards, mate. Who would you have locking the scrum? Mate, at the back of the scrum, um, mate, I love Greg Bird. I just thought he was such a competitor. I love the way he approached his his footy and whatnot. Um, yeah, he'd, he'd be my... In the in the thirteen, he wouldn't be in charge of the off field, off field duties no. uh, though. No, and no. There, there's a very good reason for that. And we've interviewed Birdie on the the podcast. And if you haven't heard the Greg Bird Legend series interview, guys, it is a must listen. He's very honest. It's very raw, uh, and as is Birdie, very truthful. And yes, he was the naughty kid on many occasions. And he was, you know, in pro wrestling terms, he was the bad guy that everyone liked to boo. But as a teammate and as a club mate, every club needs a Greg Bird. Oh, 100%. No, he, he was great. He always showed up. He always is com- loved competing, even in our wrestle sessions. Like, yeah, you just always have a crack. I love that. Okay. What about the second rowers, mate? Mate, I, I, I liked uh, I liked Trent Merrin in his prime. Yep. He just having that, I guess, bit of footwork. He had that off. I hated coming up against him. Kind of on the on the flank when he was playing out there, and then mate, just a guy for the team. I I really like Mark Minicello, again the Titans guy, but just I've never seen someone so into his recovery diet. Wow! Uh, I just think it'd be really good for for the team just to have in there. Brother Anthony is like that. Um, must be a family trait and and really professional. Anthony. Very. Was across everything, rehab, prehab, diet, probably before most. So obviously it runs off, but that off-field stuff plays such a major role on the field for a professional athlete, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Now, he was the best I've ever seen personally, uh, Mini, just um, the way he looked after his body, yeah, recovery and uh, all those sorts of things. Actually, can I... Not to maybe Trent Merrin, 18th man. I just had someone come in now. Sorry, late late change to late, Trent Merrin. Late um, change. Late change. Um, what's his name? The the Penrith fella, the the Fijian lad. Viliami Kikau. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I never I don't think I played against him, but I don't know. I just I just think he's got so much raw talent. Like he's a he's a beast already, but I think yeah. he's got a lot, lot to learn. But I just think He's um he's something special. Yeah, I think he's something special. I think he's going to be one of those guys that continues to improve with age. What about your front rowers, mate? Who is the hooker throwing his arms around? Oh, I'd have to be Cameron Smith. I don't think anyone yep. could say much different. I don't know. He just control everything. Uh, mate, he was, yeah, I just think he's a great, he'd be captain, leader of the side for sure. With uh, I'd have Isaac Luke sitting at 14 though. Okay. 
I love that. Yes. The bull- two again. We mentioned <laughs> Paul Bowman and Greg Inglis, different centres, different hookers, Cameron Smith and yeah. Isaac Luke, but both you know extremely successful. Hundred percent. Yeah, like love both of them players. Okay, what about your props, mate? I would put. Uh, I just can't go past my teammate Luke Bailey. He was just a good teammate for me. Yep. Um, you know, we obviously got along well. He, I was hooker. He was prop, and I just really respected the way he carried himself all the time. So uh, he'd be he'd be definitely one. And then I reckon Sam Thido in his prime. I, lo- yeah. I loved watching him play. He was Luke's age growing up, so I remember him in Schoolboys all the time. He was a bit loose. He was loose up. and a beast yeah. and he had that massive mop of hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. watching a New South Wales-Queensland curtain raiser at State of Origin. It was the, the kids and it might have been under-17s and he just had the game of all games, was unstoppable yeah. and went on to have a terrific career. So the team yeah. is Billy Slater, Manu Vatavai, Paul Bowman, Greg Inglis, Kevin Gordon, Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk, the forward pack, Luke Bailey, Cameron Smith, the captain, Sam Thiday, Mark Minicello, Viliami Kikau and Greg Bird, and two interchange players, Isaac Luke and Trent Merrin. Matty Schrama, it has been a pleasure. Before I go and before I let you go, really quick one, favourite game, does one stand out above the rest? Oof. I mean, everyone, a lot of people I'm sure would say their debut. Um, you know, that that would definitely, definitely be up there. Um, just, uh, just I don't know, the debut just because, again, Brisbane, yeah. hometown, um, yeah, and Suncorp State. Like, I, it's that far ahead in my favourite game that it's hard for me. There's a lot of great games, but just the way the script was written, I think um, I just can't beat it. Terrific catching up, mate. Keep well and we'll do it again soon. Appreciate it, Andy. Have a good one, mate. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend. No dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.